Sales Paradise, Episode 11. Um, if those are the four cardinal attributes of today's buyer, are we as sellers engaged with our buyers? This is Sales Paradise. Now here's your host, our dad, Chandler Barron. <laughs> On today's episode, we have Mario Martinez, Jr., he is the CEO of Vengresso. He's a digital sales evangelist. He's actually been um, on the Story of Sales. That's a Salesforce documentary. Uh, he's a keynote speaker and the host of Selling with Social podcast. Welcome to the show, Mario. Chandler, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate it. It's so great having you on. But you know, before I get into anything else, I just can't think straight until I hear more about this Salesforce Story of Sales documentary. I mean, how did this even come about? Well, one day in August of 2017, I got a, I think it was an email, an email or a phone call from uh, the marketing team at salesforce.com and they said, hey, we're bringing together 20 sales influencers from around the globe and we think that you're one of them and we'd like to have you inside of a, a documentary, a movie about uh, our profession, about the profession of, sal- of sales would you be okay with signing your life away and your rights <laughs> to your name <laughs> and and star in our movie? And I said, hmm, let me think about that. Yes. <laughs> and that's how it happened. That is just crazy. Well, when you were starting out and you first got into sales, would you have ever even thought that was even possible for something like this to happen? Absolutely not. In fact, I published a, uh, a photo of me getting makeup uh, at the uh, on set and I said, you know, the, the post actually was, uh, whoever thought that the poor Mexican kid who only had $41 in his checking account to apply for one college when I was going to college, uh, would be in a documentary movie about sales as one of 20 sales influencers. And, uh, it got some attraction on, on social for sure. Um, but I'll tell you, no, I, I never thought of, I never thought I would be doing this and, and helping out the sales community. Yeah, that's great. Now, how did you even get into sales? Um, well, truth be told, my mom actually, uh, she knew I was paying my way through college at, when I was going to UC Berkeley. And uh, she um, was having a discussion with uh, a friend. And that friend, and she said, you know, my son's looking for a job. He's trying to get a sales job uh, somewhere so he can pay for his college. And she said, hey, we're hiring some telemarketers back then called telemarketers when I was 19 years old. That was 21 years ago. <laughs> uh, and she said, uh, we're hiring some telemarketers. I know they're looking full time, but maybe they might consider him for part time. And so she said, well, would you refer him? She said, yeah. So, uh, that's what she did. And they were looking for four full time telemarketers now called an SDR or BDR. Um, but, uh, they decided to go with three full time and one part time. And I was the part time, uh, telemarketer. And what was interesting is, um, for every 10 leads that I turned over, it was about four of them turned into opportunities, whereas compared to others, every 10 leads, one turned into an opportunity. So um, I, within about six months, I got promoted into full-time status, and the rest is history. I started making some great coin and then uh, started figuring out, what the heck do I need uh, college for? I'm making way more money than anybody does when they graduate from, from, from college, and um, and so uh, I think I'm just going to start focusing on 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 my on uh, going after uh, the world of sales. I ended up actually having a boss about eight years later who um, forced me to go back to uh, to school, and the company paid for it. 
and I ended up finishing off my degree and getting my degree in business management. But nonetheless, uh, that's my story. So did this seem to come easy to you or at what point did you think, okay, you know, this may be the direction I need to go in? I actually, um, the the truth of the matter is um, I was a part-time photo finisher at a company that is no longer in existence by the name of Ritz Camera. You used to bring your old 35-millimeter film. Okay. So you used to bring your old 35-millimeter film into these uh, shops and I was a photo finisher, and I remember one day Hunter, he was the regional manager, walked into the store, plopped down his binder, opened it up, and asked if he could speak to me. And I thought, uh-oh, this is not good. I'm like, what happened? So he says, I don't understand the numbers here. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is not good. What numbers? Because I used to you know, run the cashier. <laughs> and so he goes, y- you're a photo finisher, not even doing sales full time, yet you're leading the region in sales. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And he wanted to know, tell me what you're doing. So uh, long story short, uh, within two years, I needed to transfer over to um, Berkeley, uh, to the Berkeley store where I was going to be going to school at. And I requested a transfer. And he told me he was not going to approve it. And I was devastated. (laughs) And I was like, what? How could you not approve it? Uh, And then he says to me, but I will approve you moving over as a salesperson. And I was like, what? Okay, fine. I'll take it. I'll, you know, he's like more pay, more raise, this, that, and the other. He sold me on the job, and that's what I did. And so I started working in retail sales, and uh, I killed it at the Berkeley store. They moved me over to the Rockridge store, and then I realized, you know what? I want to start making some more money here in sales. So I ended up getting a business internship, and from that business internship, um, that's when I landed that opportunity um, doing software sales. What an impressive story! But you know, I actually had something similar happen to me. I was already a sales rep. And my manager actually wanted to transfer me as a photo developer. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of similar, but maybe yeah, a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's, that's great, though, the fact that you had this happen and you didn't even realize that you were doing that well. It just happened. Okay, so you go from that, then now you're at Vengresso uh, with digital sales and you're an evangelist for that. So tell us what is digital sales and what are you evangelizing? Uh, great question. So... You know, look, the world of sales has changed. Um, the reality is, is in the old days, uh, Chandler, when we used to sell, we used to pick up the phone and we used to call people. We used to go to business parks. We knocked on doors. We used to went from door to door to door to door, and we'd be able to get to our targeted buyers a lot quicker, faster, and easier than we are able to today. So several things have happened, and there's this is why I talk about the four cardinal attributes of today's modern buyer. And I don't care if you're selling to doctors or if you're selling to B two B. It doesn't matter. These are the four cardinal attributes of today's modern buyer. One, they're digitally connected. There are 3.64 uh, connected devices that every human being has here on Earth. 3.64 connected devices, which means that they're out there connecting. Number two, uh, we know that our um, buyers are today are mobile attached. We can't even go to the bathroom, my friend, without bringing our mobile devices. <laughs> and I know everybody listening in knows what I'm talking about, right? Uh Number three, we are socially engaged. Uh, and so if you look at the stats, um, last year, the, 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 the total U.S. population that had a social networking profile was 81% of the U.S. population had a social networking profile. Wow. Um, so we are socially engaged. We are out there looking at pictures and videos. Um, and then number four, what we know is, is that we're video hungry. Uh, we consume uh, about 70% plus of the world's internet traffic is as a direct result of consuming and downloading video. 
So we are video hungry. So the question you have to ask yourself is, is um, if those are the four cardinal attributes of today's buyer, are we as sellers engaged with our buyers in that fashion or at least in one of, of those four fashions with our buyers? Meaning, are we digitally connected, uh, socially engaged with them? Are we uh, uh, recognizing that they're mobile attached so that we can actually leverage things like text messaging? And are we actually engaging with them through video? And that is really what digital is all about. Digital is about leveraging the different um, platforms that are out there, like social networks, like video, like text, and a more effectively and efficient, efficiently leveraging platforms like email. It also includes uh, digital touch points like um, artificial intelligence, uh, the, the SDR or AI bots that are out there that are actually talking to buyers and they have no idea that they're not talking to a real human being. And that, that bot is actually talking to them through um, artificial intelligence and connecting them to a salesperson as a qualified lead. So in that particular regard, <clears throat> Uh, we are a digital, uh, we, we, we are now digitally engaged with our buyers and that's really the focus of, of Vingresso is helping, uh, sellers to be able to connect with the other 90% of buyers that they're not connecting to through the traditional outreach. And that is through phone and email. I think so many of us in, uh, sales pigeonhole, uh, digital sales into more of like just specifically for online marketers or or maybe even inside sales uh, roles. But when I think about like the industries that I came from, you know, where you've got outside sales, uh, you've got medical device, pharmaceutical, those type, I think with, there's a, like almost like an untapped potential there for that type of sales rep. 100%. As I mentioned earlier, uh, whether you're a, a selling to uh, medical devices or you're going door to door and you're engaging selling tires uh, or you are actually uh, selling B2B software, the reality is, is that sure, maybe your doctors aren't on LinkedIn as an example. Maybe they're not even on Twitter. I, I can t tell you that answer, uh, whether until uh, whether or not I spend some time with somebody to actually look through and determine that. But here's one thing I do know that you probably can't get with them and meet with them and walk into the doctor's office and say, uh, I would like to meet with Dr. So-and-so the head of this practice, uh, as easy as you could, um, go back 10 years ago. Um, and one thing I do know is that they're hiding behind various different platforms, whether it's the front office, whether it's through email. So let's find out how to get into their box, as an example, with something that's going to resonate well with them. And that's part of digital selling. Uh, and that would be leveraging video. How can you effectively leverage a video message with your targeted buyer to be able to connect with them and get into their into their inbox? Yeah, maybe it's not even their inbox. Maybe it's someone that they are close to. Like if you can't get in touch with a particular person, uh, like say whether it's their admin or someone else in their office or their partner. Uh, so sometimes, you know, it's a matter of kind of going around the door. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 by the way, if you have their phone number, uh, you can text with them. That's part of digital, right? The most important thing of digital selling, first off, the most important thing of selling today, period. How about that? The most important thing of selling today is that whenever we're engaging with a prospective buyer, they need to see that we're adding value to their business. And traditionally, that is done through providing them information, content, um, uh, uh, thought leadership that's going to help them understand how you can help them solve more business problems and bigger business problems. 
And so that's the other piece you want to be thinking about in terms of digital. Digital is not just the platforms of where you're going to engage on. Digital is actually thinking about how do I get this article about whatever it might be, this thought leadership-based article, into the hands of someone that I am trying to prospect to where I know that they are trying to solve this particular business problem. That's figuring out how to leverage content, and that's an important aspect of digital as well. So since you started out in more of a traditional sales role, how did you transition from that to more of a social digital sell? That was a few years ago, actually, and that was because I was working for a very traditional-based telecom company, and we did everything. We had cold calling. We had you know, prospecting days, and I figured out very quickly, uh, toward, this was like four years ago, five year, four, four or five years ago, um, that, geez, we're not reaching our buyers the way we once were able to reach them. There's got to be a different way. So I went out searching. And I found this presentation that was on LinkedIn. I downloaded the presentation off LinkedIn SlideShare. I turned around and put it onto my then company letterhead. And I sent out a mes- an email message to everyone that I was going to do this thing called a d- social selling training course. And so that turned out to be like 10 or 15 people. That's 10 or 15 people turned into like 35 people in the next one. 35 turned into 50. 50 turned into 150. And at that point, I was like, "Wow, this thing actually can take some uh, ha- uh, uh, take some legs." Yeah, I ended up leaving that company, um, and I implemented that program um, at the new organization, and it drove a lot of success. And LinkedIn asked me to speak at their annual users conference, and the rest is history. Wow. Yeah, you just um, had the right, uh, I guess, mindset at the right time. That's 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 the that's what I would think. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for some of the sales reps that. Uh, have not done this before, uh, regardless of what type of role they're in, uh, what would they be able to do to make it more fun and not just be one additional thing on their plate that they have to juggle? Well, the fact of the matter is, uh, to be honest with you, Chandler, it it is one more thing on their plate. And uh, our job as salespeople has gotten much more complex because of the way the buyer wants to buy. And so um, that is uh, important that we understand that our jobs have gotten more complex and that we do have to add this to our plate because if we do not, we will miss the buyers where the buyers are wanting to engage with us at. Um, So what does that mean? Well, we need to look at how we augment our current uh, relationship building practices and and our practices as it relates to – uh, um, outreach um, to to individuals, and we need to figure out how we engage through digital and leverage these particular channels. And we need to rip out the stuff that is distracting us. And we all know that we have it. We waste a good thirty minutes to an hour, probably per day, doing stuff that we ought not to do. And that's where you're going to find the time to do that. Yeah, I really like how you didn't sugarcoat it and you didn't try to pass it off as you know not a, one additional thing you have to do. Um, but instead, you you said, okay, this is something that you really need to do, and here's where you can actually find the time. So that's really refreshing how you put it. And we're just in time. I hear the music, and it's time for the last call, lightning round. Oh, great, lightning round. Okay, Mario, when you open your eyes in the morning, do you have a morning routine? Uh, morning routine. I'm ashamed to say it. Yes, I do have a morning routine. The first thing I do is I pick up my phone and I go through my emails and uh, start deleting all of the spam 
um, and uh, replying to uh, individuals from bed. It's bad. That morning routine is not a routine that I encourage anybody to do, but probably if you're listening, you probably do the same thing, and we've got a problem. We probably need to go to some sort of anonymous program for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, do you have a favorite quote? A favorite quote? Um Jeez, I wish I had a favorite quote. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind is um, what I usually talk about inside of my keynotes, and that is uh, there's two things. Don't do normal. Hashtag don't do normal. Whatever you learned about uh, selling, however long you've been in selling, guess what? It's changed. So don't do normal. And number two, uh, think like a marketer, act like a salesperson. Think like a marketer, act like a salesperson. Oh, I like that. The world of sales and marketing have become so blended. And for us to reach our targeted buyers, we must think like a marketer. And what does that mean? That means, as an example, when you go to send that voicemail, that email, uh, or that LinkedIn connection message, or that tweet, or whatever it is you might be doing, you need to think about, is this going to attract my targeted buyer? Or is it going to be another crappy message that you send that doesn't ever get a response. And people like to say to me, well, social doesn't work. I can't connect to my buyers. They're not answering my in-mails. And I said, let me see your in-mails or your messages that you're sending these people. And most of it is um, uh, like to have a meeting, right? That, 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 or so love to schedule a meeting. That's your subject line? Let's stop right there. I didn't even read your body, yeah. right? <laughs> you're saying you want to schedule a, a schedule a meeting. What's in it for them? Talk about what's in it for them, right? You need to identify how you help, who you help, and what business problem you solve. Um, and you need to be able to showcase value right from the get-go. Not what's what's in it for you, it's what's in it for them. So marketers don't, would, you would never see a, a marketing email uh, saying that they would want to just schedule a meeting, right? There's gonna be some, some sort of catchy subject line. You need to think like a marketer, develop that catchy subject line, but act like a salesperson. The salesperson is going to be, I'm not going to just stop at an email message. I'm going to pick up the phone and now call you to make sure you receive the email and see if I can actually spend some time chatting with you. I'm going to socially connect with you. I'm going to maybe like or comment your, on your stuff. I'm going to possibly follow you. <clears throat> I'm going to socially surround you to ensure that I am including those points uh, and, 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 and digital touch points, which maybe, as an example, send you a video message. I'm going to use all those individual points to be able to get to my um, must-have at least seven different touch points uh, to be able to touch a buyer to solicit a response. And that's, I think, the number now is seven. Maybe it just went up to eight uh, touch points in order to be able to solicit a response from a buyer. Boy, eight is a lot. Okay, well, tell me, uh, do you have any type of piece of technology or app that you would like to recommend to the audience? My favorite app? or technology that I'm using right now? That's a good question. Um, there's this really cool tool that's out there that uh, I like, and it is, it's it's for understanding uh, keywords so that when you're writing content, you can actually figure out what type of uh, keyword that you actually want to utilize. Um, and the app is called KW Finder. And so if you go HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash app dot dot, excuse me, KW Finder dot com, 
then uh, you you actually can do some keyword analysis, and that's a pretty cool tool. Yeah, that's the uh, first time I've heard that. That's interesting. Um, well, uh, for this upcoming year, what most excites you? Growth. That's what we're focused on right now for uh, Vingresso. And uh, we just did a, a, a six-way merger back in uh, um, June is when we announced it. April is when we went, were operating in stealth mode. Um, and so very exciting to uh, see what happens in this next round in year two. Um, lots of fun, lots of great stuff, lots of good things happening. And so it's all about growth. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, do you have any type of takeaway message you'd like to leave the audience with? Uh, yes. Don't do normal. And... Think like a marketer, act like a salesperson. Nice. Well, Mario, how is the best way for the listeners to be able to get in touch with you? Feel free to definitely uh, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, just Mario Martinez Jr. You're welcome to visit our website, vingresso.com. That's V-E-N-G-R-E-S-O.com. I'm at at M underscore 3JR on Twitter. And that's the number three, JR. And I am uh, on Instagram as well as uh, M3THREEJR on Instagram. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mario. All right, buddy. You, you bet. I'm glad I had a chance to join you. And for all of our friends listening, thanks for joining us here in Sales Paradise. Sales Paradise.